In 2009, a television pilot was created by two TV veterans and a failed actor known best for his role as department store salesman number one in the movie I Think I Love My Wife. The pilot revolved around a group of ambitious misfits trying to escape the harsh realities of high school by joining a glee club headed by a passionate Spanish teacher. In 2015, the show's finale aired. What happened on the 119 episodes in between? Beats me! Well, let's take a guess. This week, we're talking glee. Okay, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of First and Last. want to thank the dozens of people who tuned in last week for our episode. Are we up to on, two dozen? Um, actually, Pete, we were up to 30. 30 listeners. Ooh. 30 dozen? Well, 30 plays. 30 oh, plays. Okay. Yeah, 30 dozen. <laughs> Nine of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can sleep at night. <laughs> 30 Dozen sounds like a, an awesome movie that Adam Sandler might do in the future, though. So, <laughs> Well, uh, again, if you don't know me, and God bless you if you don't, and thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Brandon. With me, again, is Pete Reese. Hey. And the Hi. lovely Chris <laughs> God is here with us. Also. Hello, boys and girls. We thought we needed a little bit of a, a, a feminine take after last week's testosterone-fueled first episode. So I felt a little violated by the last one. It's very oh. uh, testosterone-driven. Not by you guys, but, you know, the show in general. It affected me. I'm, I'm now that horny. Like, <laughs> I, uh, now I, I just want to watch horny shows. Woman, yeah, I talked to every woman in the grocery store, <laughs> whether they like it or not. I'm joking. I do not do that. <laughs> I had to go home and uh, watch like six episodes of Entourage. Ew. God, Entourage, not even as horny as two and a half men. They, <laughs> they, really, they really must feel like fucking failures. They can't even be horny as uh, a CBS uh, show. I mean, they tried. God bless them for trying. Yeah. But this week we're going to take uh, a little bit of a different path. Not nearly as horny a show. Although, I mean, there was still I some... Mean- Really? I felt no. I felt like no horn. Maybe my horny. I'm just so like uh, my brain's so messed up from last week. But I felt like almost no horniness. I would think that there's a level of horniness between at least uh, Rachel and Finn there in the pilot. But we'll get to that. Yeah. But so with Glee, the pilot episode of Glee was created by three men. Actually, and it's kind of a an interesting story how. This came about, um, well, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk were producers who had worked on Nip Tuck together and a few other series, but I think Nip Tuck was their their big break. But uh, this show was thought up of by a third guy by the name of Ian Brennan. And Ian Brennan, I I know no one's heard of him. Nobody had up until now. He was best known for uh, being a failed actor. He had only appeared in a few small parts and things. And he created this, actually, he made a screenplay for this for a movie. And a friend of his was a friend of Ryan Murphy's, got it to him. So this guy was the big, he was a, the show choir guy. This was like a history of his life. 
Ryan Murphy got a hold of it. He said, we can make this into a TV show. So they pitched it to Fox. Within 12 hours, Fox had bought it, and the three of them had a TV show on their hands. Um, it's interesting you compare, like, the guys from Nip Tuck did this show, because, like yeah. Nip Tuck, these shows, like, started off and were a huge deal, like, in, in like, pop culture. And then just two years later, they were just non-existent. Oh, I feel like. yeah, no. Glee burned bright and fast, and yeah. it was out. I mean, it was like Haley's Comet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Nip, Nip uh, excuse me. I feel like Nip Tuck did too. It was like a smaller avenue being on cable, but it was like almost the same thing. Like, yeah, for sure, definitely a show that's on the radar for the podcast too. Yeah, but, definitely, uh, definitely. Ryan Murphy's done a lot of stuff. I mean, right now he's like, yeah. I think he has like six or seven shows in production. I mean, I the only one I really watch is American Horror Story. Was that before um, or, or after Glee? Did he after, start that? after Glee? After Glee. So Glee got yes. started really with mainstream. No, uh, well, Nip Tuck was really what got him got got the name out there. So he has not been Me Too, Ryan Murphy. No, no uh, it doesn't seem like he has. Okay, I get him confused. Did he? Huh. I think I'm being confused with the Marvel guy that they had to fire off a. Uh... Uh, Brian Singer is probably yeah. who you're thinking of. Oh yeah, and that <laughs> he did. There's a uh... whole bunch of documentaries about that guy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's got a he's got a checkered past. <laughs> Brett Ratner's another one who well, has about, had some know, issues. Yeah, no Brett Ratner. Uh, but uh, no Ryan Murphy. Um, well, good for him. I spent the whole show <laughs> thinking this guy been me too. But no, no, <laughs> no he's still kicking. Got <laughs> yeah, as far as I know. All right, good for you, Ryan Murphy. But yeah, he's got uh, several shows. I think he just. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I also watch uh, The Politician. Yep. Kristen, you and I have watched that oh, before. I've been, yeah, I've been told great. to watch that by a few people. Yeah, God, that's a good one. That's... A lot of shows. Jeez. Yeah, he, he just signed a deal with Netflix, and he's got uh, that, uh, the Hollywood show on Netflix. Um, looks like uh, some other stuff going on. Mm. But, yeah, that's uh, – he's mostly known for American Horse. Oh, he's got uh, – he did the American Crime Story also on FX. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, and, very uh, good. Yeah, and he likes to keep the same actors employed for sure because it just it seems like a lot of the same – and some people from Glee have made it onto a lot of his other shows as well. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, so I, – I don't know, like – and none of these Glee people got famous really. Like, right? No. I guess Leah – No, they're all – Leah Michelle Mich- is like infamous. <laughs> oh, is she? Okay, we'll get into her. I didn't know Yeah, that. We'll, I, we'll get into all that. I purposely didn't look up – I know a bunch of shit has happened. Like a bunch of people died and stuff, or whatever. I yeah. personally didn't look up any of it because I wanted to learn it. Like, yeah, so. we'll we'll talk about it. But uh, okay. no, you're right. There's really nobody. There was no breakout star from this cast. They all do a lot of television. Uh, like I said, Ryan Murphy keeps a lot of them employed. They, uh, I know Matthew Morrison who plays uh, Mr. Shoe on this show. He was oh, used in American Horror Story. Um, really? Oh yeah, yeah he has. Oh, uh, he was God. the porn star with the. Uh, Yes, Ron he was in the last sized uh, personality. If he I'm just my drift. Yeah. I'm disappointed this guy's ever got another acting job. After... <laughs> Why, Mister? He... He's so awesome. Let's oh, well, let's get into this. <laughs> and uh, and also, Darren Chris, I believe, played yes. uh, the what was the guy's name? The one who killed Versace in American Horror, or American Crime Story. Oh, okay, yeah. I've heard the name Darren Chris. Yes, he's a uh, he does a quite a bit of stuff but anyway yeah you're right there's no no real breakouts well i guess you could say jane lynch is a bit of a breakout star but uh, she was known before this show yeah. yeah that's kind of what i think too 
So, because I remember so, thinking, I like I like Jane Lynch a lot, obviously. Yeah, so I for I sure. She got her own show. So, I mean, definitely, Forty uh, Year Old Virgin was before this. All the, yeah. um, the you know, Avatar stuff. Best in Show. Best in Show. Oh, she wasn't Best in Show. Um, the Talladega Nights too. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, she was definitely famous going into this. Um, but yeah, so the pilot episode of Glee titled Pilot, uh, two for oh, two yeah. there so far on our episode on our uh, shows that we reviewed. Um, Nine point six two million viewers tuned in for the the premiere episode of this. It was the thirty third ranked show for that season, the two thousand nine twenty ten television season um i remember it being very popular yeah the first season was ranked 33rd out of, oh wow oh yeah they had a whole like glee tour after that season yeah but i thought oh, it would no, be like that... top 10 or something no you know what it never got that it never really was i think actually it it did get more popular seasons two and three and actually the there was their highest rated episode was i would because i was looking through the ratings and it was a season three episode that pulled in, and it was none of the other ones were anywhere close to this. Twenty one, or I'm sorry, twenty eight point three two million viewers for this one episode, and it was wow. an episode in February. And I was like, you know what? I I bet you, I will bet anything. This came on after a Super Bowl. Yeah, I was just gonna say, sure oh, enough. Oh, <laughs> it did. I, think, I I even think and I remember it, that, like it coming on yeah, the Super Bowl being a big deal. It was a uh, Super Bowl XLV, I believe it was Pittsburgh and. Uh, I don't know. They beat somebody. But, uh, yeah, the episode was called The Sue Sylvester Shuffle, so that should have been a giveaway. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, that blew away any other – that was the highest – like doubled the audience they had for any other episode. Wow. It really just – after that, it's just a steady decline. I would have <laughs> figured the decline was after the first season. I figured the first season, it really was like – People wouldn't shut up about this show. Yeah, and it was, and it was, uh, it did two and three were the most popular years, and it, uh, and you, Kristen, you, you're right, they did do a tour, but that wasn't until 2011, so that would have been okay. The after the second season, they did oh, a so tour. They started, had CDs. This show started in 2010. It started in 2009. Oh man, I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, I... it was uh, ran ran for six seasons. Did uh. It did 121 episodes altogether. And yeah, the after the third season, I mean, it just, the, the popularity, it just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. But with, um, with such layered writing, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about the pilot. So, I mean, we start off right away at uh, cheer practice. Right. As a, uh, it's a good uh, high school trope to start things off with. You got uh, the teacher, Mr. Shoe, pulling up in his shitty car, jocks, bully, and nerds, trophy case. I mean, it, it really checks off a lot of boxes for me for high school uh, stereotypes for a show. The, the very first joke was a waterboard joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but what about? Was, was very of the time. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Also, um, Mark uh, Puck, the uh, the jock, said it's hammer time, and then the bullying started instantly. I'm like, it's 2009. That joke was like outdated. <laughs> yeah. Then. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think water, never... waterboarding was outdated too by that point. 
Well, yeah, for sure, because uh, that I mean, Obama had been elected by yeah, then. Yeah, there yeah. was not really. We were, we were George Bush was a cat artist at that point. Like, yeah, um... but it wasn't like ten years ago. Like it's Hammer Time. Oh, that, I mean, that's thirty years ago. Yeah, Kristen, yeah I mean, it's yeah. always Hammer Time. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're right. It's always Hammer Time. But I feel like that joke was like, yeah, very. No, stale. that's. That's a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't even get to that. I didn't even get to that. <laughs> I will say the bullying. The thing I noticed about the bullying is that the trash was like very neatly put in. Yeah. The dumpster, yeah. like even rich people even have like nice trash. Like that's all I thought of. Like, well, I think maybe Chris Colfer, the guy who plays Kurt, who was the one being bullied. I yeah. think he probably was like, you know what? Can we just maybe arrange this a little nicer <laughs> can you, can you, before I get thrown into can this? Can you put me can on put the red bin pile, like? <laughs> Also, they're bullying so, this kid in the parking lot in the middle of the day. Not one fucking yeah. Gonna, like, should they be in class? Two thousand nine yeah. bullying was definitely van- like rampant back then, so it's fine. Well, I mean, also like bullying in general. Like, there's not a lot of bullying in high school. Bullying's more of a junior high, grade school thing. That's what. Well, I watching watching this pilot, um, I would have to beg to differ because at McKinley High there was bullying. <laughs> there was a lot so of slurping going on. <laughs> in fact, I would I would venture to say it's probably an ongoing theme throughout the show, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. When you hear the name Mr. Shoe in high school teacher, what do you think of? Do Because I have one thing in mind comes to me, and that's uh, I, I think it's the, the, same ni- oh, the 1988 classic summer school. Oh, not me. With, I just uh, think of like some oh. like silent, like like a soft shoe tap dancer. I think of <laughs> so. I think of literally. Well, go ahead, Pete. Uh, Mr. Schumacher from Leclerc. Gray. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna say. No, uh, there was a movie starring Mark Harmon oh, yeah. back I, in the eighties yeah. called Summer School, and his character's name was Mr. Shoe. Yeah, like, yeah. just Amelia thought of that, but anyway. Um, so. Yeah, Mr. Shoe, he rolls up, he looks at the trophy case, he sees the big 1993 Show Choir National Championship trophy, and he, <laughs> you can tell already, this guy's already got tears in his eyes, and let me tell you, they don't leave. Oh, I mean, this guy is obsessed with glee. But did you like realize an unhealthy amount. But did you realize why yeah. he had tears in his eyes? Because there was like a picture of uh, what appeared to be somebody that was probably close to him in the past. So he was attached to glee. Well, yeah, it was the... Yeah, it was the former Glee teacher right. or the uh, show choir leader. I don't know exactly what you call that position. He is a Spanish teacher, which yeah. I did not think was well, can, uh, the way they were going with that. Something else about him and Glee. Yeah, like, please. I immediately got the vibes that this is just basically um, Friday Night Lights, but Glee Club. And yeah. <laughs> like when we hear a song that um, they would just be playing football on Friday Night Lights. That makes sense. I mean, that is... Uh, Which is not, like, bad. It's, like, it's just definitely a formula. That's how I felt about it. <laughs> I will say that Coach Eric Taylor, ten times better character than Shu. Oh, um, yeah. My we, we, will, we, we will get into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, three minutes into this episode, we get our first song. And uh, I don't remember what that... I, I wrote down all the songs in the finale. I didn't write down whatever what that was. What was the first song? Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a guy. It was uh, Stephen Tobolowski. Uh, that you know, the that guy, the yeah, famous that guy. He's a legend. Folks, he's if you're legend. listening, you don't know the name Stephen Tobolowski, but trust <laughs> me, look him up. You'll know who it is as soon as you see him. We're gonna say, oh yeah, that guy. I legitimately got excited when I saw. Him. No idea. <laughs> he's great. You guys are right. Is this like some old people thing? No, no, no. He's no. he was. Uh, he's been a lot. You've the seen, former Glee teacher. Before. Yeah, you know him. Trust me. Yeah. He was the former Glee teacher. He was sitting there. Uh, there's a guy singing. 
at the piano with him at the very beginning. Of, it was like three minutes into the show. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so we introduced to him, kind of. Then we're introduced to Emma, the love interest. I uh-huh. first assumed for sure that's where that was going. She takes a real turn in this pilot, but we'll, oh, boy. we'll get some more oh, of that later. Yeah. <laughs> She's a... She is a germ freak. She's, I mean, that's very, very 2020. Very 2020. Um, yeah. yeah. I, know, I was actually looking for a relief of like the, the, you know, so long ago time where we did, you know, everybody was like making out with each other when they first yeah. saw each other. Not like clean freak germaphobe. I want a relief. I, from I that. Felt, it felt like home to me. That's maybe the only yeah. thing I liked about her. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she's definitely the, uh, the hot, hot teacher on the market there in the school because uh, the football coach is after her and, you could tell that yeah. uh, she's sought after for the single single teachers. Well, and no, coaches. she's only sought after, but she's not sought after by yeah. her the symbol for affection, Mister Shu. Oh, of course. Well, not not in the premiere. And we <laughs> and I thought for sure like these are just two single teachers who are destined for each other. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah. Anyway, so um, one thing I noticed in the very first fifteen minutes or so, cheerleaders are a big fucking deal at this school oh yeah they were uh Cheerios. they were on espn uh fox midwest sports oh, fox sports net yes Which, that's i it. mean that, i haven't heard it called yeah. that in like 10 years that's so funny like yeah. called fox sports net <laughs> also like yeah another very uh um of the times myspace is mentioned yeah. several yeah. times like myspace is huge in this episode yeah i didn't realize this show so old which i thought it was downfall by then like it was like yeah yeah, I, so. I, yeah yeah 2009 yeah right i don't know maybe they recorded this in 2008 and it just caught up with him i don't yeah. know but uh yeah so let me find out uh she was married which i was not i didn't see that coming <laughs> and and man that that wife is uh she's She's, she's a not huge nice. bitch. <laughs> she's not nice. I mean, I like her more than Emma, first of all. Uh, I will say, <laughs> uh, I will what? say, um, no, I mean, she seems terrible. She she clearly needs like some therapy. Like, she, so she got caught. She's obsessed with Pottery Barn. Yes, and yeah, that's her big her big vice is spending money at Pottery Barn. Are we not Barn. even close to there yet? But anyways, like, she, no, I'm sorry, but she's way too. Pr- no, you're good. She's way too proud of the fact that she's addicted to Pottery Barn. It'd be like if you caught someone with like a bunch of cocaine and they'd be like, yeah, this isn't enough. I need more cocaine. Like who has like a problem? <laughs> um, I will say I thought it was funny that he just couldn't even sleep. Like his first night as Glee Club person, he was just so yeah. stressed out that he could not so sleep. So stressed. And also, He's like, gotta get a name. Yeah, gotta get a name. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. comes up with like, the, not a great name. Not I don't a great think. name. And clearly a, a ripoff of uh, something else. New directions. Yeah. 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 What do you think of that, Kristen? Um, I feel like I'm definitely going to wake up in the middle of the night and say, I got it. <laughs> so please, please let me know if that happens. Cause I am feeling it coming on. Uh, yeah. So then go ahead. Well, that also contributed to my football theory that like, he's just literally like a Marty Schottenheimer type. And like, he just like works at, he wants to be a glee club guy that works at the office 25 hours a, a day and stuff like that. Like, because his wife is the worst person in the world. Yeah, yeah, and I, wow, know, you, you really kind of feel wife. Well, I mean, I felt like in a way, like throughout this whole hour or forty-five minutes or so of this episode, that they were headed towards disaster. Like the two of them weren't going to make it. Yeah, and, I mean, and we'll get to the future soon. But anyway, to, not to spoil anything yet, 
uh, we'll we'll talk about what happened next in the next in the episode, which is the tryouts for the Glee Club. Yeah. Apparently, only five people or four people showed up, <laughs> and the thing is. It's all, and here's what got me about the tryouts. They're all good singers trying to sing bad on purpose. That's like the actors. Yeah, we're supposed. I, I, we're, they're supposed to be this ragtag bunch. I'm like, ah, oh, these guys are pretty fucking good. Give them a few practices, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then, then Leah Michelle gets up there and just fucking crushes it because yeah. you know she was like in her contract. Leah Michelle don't sing bad. Yeah, and <laughs> she definitely. And they basically took that contract from, like, that line from her contract, and Mercedes had to say it, like, "I'm the Beyonce, I'm no Kelly yeah. Rowland." Yeah, yeah, which yeah, right. I did not like. I don't. I respect Kelly Rowland. I thought that was just a yeah. Scott. I was. I've always been a Michelle that? Williams fan, the third member of. Hey, I mean, we can, we can like them all. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the so yeah, so we mentioned Mercedes. We met Mercedes. We met. We meet uh, Tina Cho, who's got a real like aggressive lesbian vibe up there. And a stutter. She's like a random stutter. Yeah, really. She's crotch chopping. She's going at it hard. Um, that was an aggressive. Yeah, then, uh, crotch chop. It was very aggressive. So we've got Mercedes, Tina, Rachel, and then Kurt. He tries out, and again, great singers. Trying to purposely sing back. No, he didn't. He did yeah. a little hair flip on his long, like, note. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. So they were supposed to be bad? Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that vibe. I Maybe I, I just don't know I who's did. singing. I thought they were all fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, that's good. The way, I don't know. When I was no, watching I, it, to me, it seemed no. like they were, like, they're all obviously great singers, but they were trying to, like, I mean, you know, they, were, they hadn't been trained yet. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. But, yeah, uh, yeah who, who knows? And I don't think – I don't remember Artie ever tried out, but he definitely shows up to the, the first practice, so I guess he made the team. Yeah. Sing and dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, and play the guitar. Also, the, pi- the, yeah, and, the piano player yeah. uh, is a cross between Dave Foley and Chuck Klosterman. And Randy <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Kristen gets that reference, but I, I'm – Look him up. I'm on board <laughs> with you. Wait, what was the first one? Dave Foley and Dave Chuck, Foley. Chuck Klosterman. Kids in the Hall. Yeah, I know who Dave Foley is. Okay, all right. Settle down. I mean. Chuck Klosterman. <laughs> I don't know what, what you just said. Oh. I don't know the words that just came out of my mouth. Did you just gag? I'd know him if I saw A little saw bit. Him. No, uh, I don't think you would. <laughs> anyway, the uh, local Alcoholics Anonymous kicked him out. Basically, the principal says, ah, oh, you guys are done here. A, pays for their... Uh, their time in the gym, you guys don't, so you're out. And this is where we get our first reference to what I assume is going to be a big deal for every season, the regionals. Yeah. Shu makes a bet with the principal that uh, if he can get them to regionals, they get to stick around. Principal says, hey, no problem. You're never going to make it to regionals. You're a bunch of losers. So, yeah, we meet. We go back, uh, talk to Shu's wife. We already know she's awful. Uh, she works at, um, I think it's – Sheets and linens and things, right? Well, linens and things was she, a real yeah. store. She works at sheets and things. Gotcha. Mm. Right. And then we see uh, Stephen Tobolowski again, the that guy from earlier. Okay. He's uh, that guy, the that former. Guy molested the the boy. They got kicked out of the school for. Well, he didn't. He didn't do that to the boy. Well, he was touching him inappropriately. I thought that was. Ma- I think she made that up. No, he yeah, did. Think... He was singing to him, and he like touched, like kind of stroked his chest. Oh really? Yeah, I, mean, I thought. That was oh, so that was. I, I did not catch I that. I yeah, I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't catch I, that. I had oh, my okay. astronomy teacher did the same thing to me, and I was like, "This is not right." <laughs> oh, well, that all right. 
<laughs> You're like, that explains things. Well, it does. Like, I was like, why is we can talk about it when we get there, but like, I was like, yeah. why is she ratting them out? Like, what is like, right. or why did why'd she make something up? I like, think she blew it up and out of proportion. Yeah, it was a small gesture, but it was still kind of creepy. I did, I thought it was literally just something made up. So, I, and I felt the same way. I thought it was her just fabricating a story because she didn't yeah. like the teacher, but yeah, I no, that makes sense. I had it written down. Also, she's gonna need this is like Jamie Lannister throwing Bran out of a tree. Like fucking yeah. like I was like, she's never gonna recover. What a terrible thing to do. There will be some comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, men are horrible. That's they I didn't of course Creston caught that and we didn't, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I got my me too lasers on. Yeah. So and then she, she does mention after that whole story. That uh, she's raised by uh, two dads. Their parents are in a homosexual relationship, so she mentions that. So we get that, and that that does come back at, back in the in the finale. And then uh, for some reason, I have a note here: the cheerleaders are called Cheerios. Yeah, Cheerios. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Whoa. I said, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get that those were the cheerleaders. I just thought they were calling people Cheerios. I was like, like, come on, dude, yeah. the you do better. <laughs> it's, it's some Ohio like dialect, like where they just like they call people that. But like, no. Yeah, they are the actual cheer people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Shoe's got a real problem on his hands. He doesn't have enough singers. He doesn't have Rachel's like, hey, you gotta get me somebody who could keep up. Well, wait, wait, wait. wait. Rachel hates the kid in the wheelchair. And it, yeah, like, well, it I don't feels think... like feels like she hates him because he's in a wheelchair. No, she she was like, He's not as good and as strong as me. Like, yeah, he can sing, but you that gotta is what give me somebody said. like on my level or else I walk. Yeah. I've got big, I think she didn't like the kid in the wheelchair vibes. And yeah, if they kept the kid in the wheelchair and made him like the star of the show or whatever, the male lead, I mean, it'd be a hundred times more interesting. So. Yeah. So, but either way, she was on a mission to find some uh, new singers. So he goes into the, for, for what's a real, a real hot locker room scene with the boys. And uh puck comes in and drops a fart. That's oh, he dropped <laughs> a big note. Hilarious. <laughs> Like, what's, like, I like that he just didn't get in trouble, really. Like, he had to run laps. <laughs> no, Imagine he had to we go to the office, like, after they all left. I thought but that's also, I, I honestly don't remember him getting punished at all. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the coach was just like, ha, good one, Finn, yeah, I, well, fuck. He, like, he mouthed to him laps, and then he walked away, and that's it. That's after, that was all that happened after the fart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so what? Yeah, a couple yeah. laps for a great joke just, like that. He's going to go down in history. I'm just, yeah, I'm just sure that, like, I'd have been suspended from school. Like, if I would have just, yeah. like, made a big deal about a fart. <laughs> I just always question farts on demand. You know, he's carrying well, yeah. around a fart, a fart recorder or a noise <laughs> uh, machine. He's, that, was a, that. that was a fart on demand. Like, can anybody he's, do that? He's stealing. All right, so then, uh, uh, Finn is discovered in the locker room, taking a shower. Everybody else is gone, and uh, some teacher just runs up on him naked in the shower. Yeah, and he just sitting there staring <laughs> at him. Yeah, and uh, he's a good singer. He's he's good. Um, of course, Shu sees this opportunity to go ahead and frame this minor yeah, with possession of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, like I mean. First of all, up to this point, Will or Mr. Shu has no personality at all. And I'm just waiting for a reason to like him or dislike him. And then he frames his teenager. Like, yeah, what a or- terrible thing to do. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, 
and somehow this kid's just just dumb enough to go along with it. He's like, okay, I mean, well, he bought it hook, line, and sinker. I mean, my <laughs> god, dude. I mean, holy shit, no one's ever... Have you seen the people he hangs out with, though? Yeah, I mean, kids are stupid, but, like, holy shit, he's just... Mr. Farts yeah. on Demand. <laughs> Mr. Farts on Demand wouldn't have fallen for this bullshit. He'd be like, get the no, fuck out of like, Yeah, go fuck yourself, Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is my weed. Yeah, right? Can yeah, I have yeah. it back? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, he goes along with it. The, and, uh, by the way, the frame job is that... Uh, he has to join the Glee Club, and Mr. Shu won't, won't rat him out for for carrying around marijuana, which oh. wasn't his to begin with. Yeah, and also, at some point, Mr. Shu says, this is a felony. And I mean, this, yeah. like, there's like a fucking dime bag in there. Like, it's like a little yeah. fucking container all. and shit. Yeah, yeah. If, if I remember right, there's one part where it kind of zooms in on a poster behind him and says, like, always do the right thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So I'm just confused. So, like he's the protagonist, I assume. Yeah, well, one like, of them. Yeah, so I thought, oh, maybe this would be like a complicated character, but this seems like the only like super bad thing he did. But yeah, so I think it's more like, like a, I fucking hate he, him. Like I couldn't stand. <laughs> he loves he loves show choir so much that that's the links he would go to, you know, framing a yeah. trying to mess up a kid's whole life before. Yeah, <laughs> he invented a um, scholarship just to rescind it. To yeah, it. I, I think. I think Shu was so dumb that he didn't realize that high school kids don't get scholarships. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, I had a scholarship? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and this is where, and I think it was this part where we're introduced to my absolute favorite character of this whole episode. Um, I think his name was Darren, the uh, the lawn spring guy that was Finn's oh, yeah. mom's yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's where Finn learned how to sing. Was from and this guy, I don't know what it, it looked like. He was just spray painting the grass green. I don't I think was like, was I need that in my life. This dog has been digging holes in my backyard. Where can I get some of that to spray on my mud clumps in the backyard? Yeah, he. Just, yeah, I mean, he runs a lawn service, but from what I can tell, he just has a hose. That's all he really has. Like, also, the, the, <laughs> beer. Yeah, and the uh, the service is called Emerald Diamonds. So the initials are ed like erectile dis- dysfunction ah. and he was definitely like holding that hose like he was just spraying <laughs> yeah. jizz everywhere Good catch. i didn't notice that i didn't notice that <laughs> <laughs> so this, the show is a little horny we do have <laughs> a little bit of horny yeah yeah on. yeah barely it, after last week it's barely on my radar it's barely a nick yeah for sure yeah oh definitely not not a not a two and a half men level but yeah. um okay so yeah then Finn's telling his buddies, they're asking why he couldn't make practice. Of course, he was at Glee practice. But he tells them all that his mom needs uh, her prostate removed. <laughs> I didn't even get that part. That part you didn't? First. Yeah. I, don't know, I was half paying attention the first yeah. time I watched. <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, um, this didn't really hold my attention great this episode. It's too long. I, I thought this was a half hour show. The finale, the finale did because honestly, it was just mostly songs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with this totally. Yeah, I, I caught myself kind of spacing out a few times. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't recommend Glee so far. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Finn tells Rachel he's got a girlfriend. Her name is Quinn. Finn and Quinn. Uh, not good. So we find out that the awful wife is pregnant. 
Uh-oh. Okay, and... I was like, dollars to donuts, that ain't his baby. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I want to know what happened, because she's awful. She's the worst. Something's got to happen. Well, something did happen, and we'll talk about that when we get to the finale. But anyway, so he decides he's got to pro- provide for his family. Teaching is not the way to do that. Accounting apparently is, so he is out. He decides he is no longer going to be a part of this. And we get we get another song from Shu, and he sings uh, "Leaving on a Jet Plane" because oh. he is giving up. I was like, "Woof." Can we talk about Emma a little bit? We can. We can definitely okay. talk about Emma and her unhealthy teen-like crush on Shu. Her yes. eyes also are bloodshot from like her like obsession. Did you see that? Like, I'm like, is she smoking the chronic lady? Because yeah, it was she. She's high she on Shu. Yeah, oh for sure. It's wild, and he's like married and having a kid and it just doesn't like not deterring her at all like it's very unhealthy obsession um she signed up super fast for what they were like chaperone they need a chaperone to go to watch this other group perform you mean the middle age acoustic uh, the acapella group yeah (laughs) no that was a rebel high school Uh, those people were older than us yeah um and also emma uh, what else she, she drew a heart around a well, picture of him. His heart, like right before, right after she drew a heart over his picture or whatever. <laughs> she like signed him up. He, she signed him up for career counseling. Uh, weird move for this person you kind of don't know very well. And also a career counselor. The first thing they're going to do, they're going to tell that guy, oh, you're having a kid? Like go be an accountant. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally what they would tell him to go do. But can you just go be an accountant after having a career of being a teacher? I, Maybe he yeah. had an accounting degree, but they didn't yeah, really get in the depth. I assume, yeah, I assume he knows how to, to account. It would be it would be very funny if he thought he could be an accountant without, uh, you know, doing accounting. Or that like a CPA. Yeah. <laughs> he I just shows up. Yeah. I thought you need what? a CPA license. Not, no, you need a – no. You can be an accountant without a CPA license, but if you want to, like, make a lot of money, you need your CPA license. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I always thought, like, CPAs – we're able to do other people's taxes and yeah, just, you yeah. can be an accountant and work at a, you know, for an accounting firm and yeah. not have your CPA. But anyway, yeah. So he's out, he's done. He gives up. Finn decides uh, that he's no longer a bully. He just at one day at practice, he decides that's not for him anymore. Yeah. They were going to put Artie in a, or no, they had Artie in the Johnny on the spot. They're going to tip it over. And that was a, that was it for him. He decides bullying, the bullying life is not the one that Finn wanted to leave anymore, so he bails on, on the football team. No, he didn't bail on him, actually. He decided he was going to stick around No, he got busted do both. for cutting uh, class because his mom does not have a prostate. I looked it up. Chicks don't have prostates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that did happen. Also in that scene, I like. I feel like all those kids had $10,000 paintball guns. I feel like yeah. their fucking parents bought them, like spent thousands of dollars on those paintball guns for them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I doubt those kids had that arsenal of paintball, but uh, yeah, he gets it good there. They they shower him with paintballs for skipping practice to join the glee club, and then he yeah. decides, he tells them, I'm going to do both, and uh, he is out. So they go to their, he, I believe Artie is in the jazz, or has connections with the jazz band. <laughs> I think he's, yeah, I think he might be in it, because apparently he can play the guitar real well. Oh, he plays it real good, and not only that, but he can play an electric guitar that's not plugged in. <laughs> um, 
So that leads us to uh, the big finale, the big song that everybody loved about Glee in the beginning, the Don't Stop Believing," the Journey cover. And honestly, uh, they kill it. It was a good song, I thought. I mean, yeah, they did but great. Also, that was... Are they disqualified because they had a backup band? Oh, no. Apparently, show choir can have bands because even that band they went and saw, I'm pretty sure had – I'm sorry, that the show choir group they went and saw when – who were just like, yeah, amazing talents. Oh, it's it's almost like a Broadway production. Yeah. Yeah. So they like went to go see the state champs and didn't expect them to be good. And then when the state <laughs> champs were good, they're like, oh, fuck. Who knew that yeah, the state champs were good? And we they don't were, have a chance. And they were amazing. And Kristen's right. They were all 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Great performance. They get a little deterred, but uh, then they get that performance of Don't Stop Believing. And the the group's all there. All five of them are ready to go, and that's that's it for the. Well, oh, and then and the jazz band all wears matching fedoras, yes. which I thought was great. Uh, shout out to Big Mouth yeah. and the jazz hat. <laughs> um, also, so I mean, they probably had enough time for two practices in between, yeah. like being what we thought was terrible, which wasn't, and just absolutely killing it at "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> And, well, okay, so for sure. So now, so at the end of "Don't Stop Believing," the teacher come. The teacher sees their performance. Uh, he had Will, quit at Mr. this point, Shoe. though. He, he quit. His yeah, he quit. Career, yeah, he wants to be an accountant, and he watches the end of the thing. Now they practice. Tears in his eyes. Tears yeah. in his eyes. Now, up until this point, the most, the most important thing he's done is frame a teenager for uh, heavy marijuana and blackmail and hitting him in. To doing something he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And without him, they practice three or four times and become like the best glee club ever. Like, and he asks if he can be, he doesn't even ask if he can be their teacher again. He just starts he being just... like, first of all, he gives him a nine out of 10. Like, fuck off, you piece of shit. You fucking <laughs> left us. Like, why would, yeah. why would you give a fuck about what you fucking think, you fucking asshole? You went back to being an accountant. And then yeah. he like volunteers to coach them, like, bitch, they don't need a fucking coach. They don't need you. They're good without you. And that's why yeah, I, they got, I would have loved for them to say that. And him, that guy does not be on the show. And that would have been amazing. And I would have been all in on this fucking show. They got Finn. And he's, uh, you know, the quarterback and also can quarterback a glee club because <laughs> he started telling them, tell them what to do. He's like, yeah. you do this. You do that. I You're in charge of costumes. <laughs> I also like during the performance, we cut to Finn at one point and he's just playing the drums. And yeah. Then one, and then at one point, he got sick of the drums and just gave the sticks back to somebody else. But the drums kept playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's a, a, cut, a throwback to earlier whenever he was at home as a young boy with his single mom playing the drums. Oh, so I think they're just yeah. like, yeah, we got to establish that this kid yeah. can play the drums. Yeah, it makes sense. It, the Don't Stop Believing was fun. Actually, all the songs were pretty fun. I thought I would hate that part. And it kind of like um, – was a pick me up from the trap dialogue yeah. mostly. So. Yeah, no, that 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 uh, that last song was I was I was into it. I liked it. Yeah, it was, yeah, good. It was good. It was a lot better than leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, yeah. That that song's so on the nose though. Was it on the nose in two thousand nine? Just like probably. <laughs> it's I such mean, like nineteen seventy nine. It may have been. Yeah, I mean, it's just like okay. And also, when I hear that song, I can't stop but think that Steve Perry. He's like some weird Republican now, and he like. He ingests like conservative values into like his songs, like don't yeah. don't stop believing a marriage is between a man and a woman, or stem cell <laughs> research is bad. Like these are things like he sings at concerts apparently, Today and that's all I think I of. I think of that Steve song. Perry's yeah. political yeah. affiliations. <laughs> is Steve was, Perry the Scott Baio of rock? 
I mean, I, I bet there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of Scott Bayless of rock. I think. Don't go stepping on Ted Nugent's toes over there. <laughs> oh, he's a whole different level. We don't. Well, we don't know Steve Perry or um, Scott Bayless' reputation with um, very young women, like we do know Ted Nugent. <laughs> Just a great a asshole. I mean, come on, the guy's got catch scratch fever. Don't. Uh, don't <laughs> I well. mean, also Ted Nugent never made a good song either. I mean, holy fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking of bad songs, well, never mind. I just <laughs> Oh no. I was thinking that. about some well, I was thinking about some songs from the early two thousands that I actually thought were good at one time and now I think are just fucking awful. Oh, I mean Is this why you were time. listening I got the fever for the flavor earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot hot action cop, uh, Fever for the Flavor oh, was one. I would have loved for much worse they're much worse songs than that, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some forty one fat lip I mean, is another I was, one that I was really into Limp Biscuit for a while. Of course <laughs> yeah, you were. Me too. I, I I bought albums. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, but anyway, that's off the subject. Let's talk about the finale. Wait, can I ask Kristen something? Um, sure. please. You may. What? Why do you like Will? What's What's our and Brand too? What's there to like about this guy? So he I, is so okay. Besides Besides the planting of. Uh, questionable felonious amount of marijuana on a student it was the pilot so we can forgive him for that because they're just trying to figure out their ways but he is no uh, absolutely not he's genuine (laughs) and i feel like he really cares like he cared he was gonna give up obviously he was completely his balls were in his wife's purse um you know which is something that every girl strives to have in their purse but I mean, she was absolutely ridiculous, and he was like, I'm putting my job and everything I'm passionate about to be an accountant because of your obscene spending spree. And the fact she also said, I work three days a week for four hours a day on my feet. That is 12 hours a week this bitch worked. And he was going to give up everything so she can, like, whatever. I don't know, incubate a baby. Like, come on. He's and also he cares. He's as you will probably see at the end of his in the uh, season finale. He's just he's a good dude. He's good, nah. Charlie Brown. I think he's just selfish. I literally just saw nothing in him, and I can't get over the fact that he literally fucking. For, he's just boring as fuck. That's what I thought at first. I mean, but that's for fine. sure. Like he wears the door. Like he's definitely vanilla. Like the most vanilla dude you could probably ever. Imagine. But. On a, a man scale, I'd rather have him than the choir teacher that's fondling a, you know, stroking a, <laughs> well, that's, a kid. That's true, too. Now I, have to, I look at that character differently. I didn't even notice that he was like a. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, was very, it was a very quick thing, but like it was a something she saw. No, no, I, oh, I agree with you. But like, I just, I can't get over that guy framing a kid. And this is like the protagonist of this show. Yeah, it was, a, it was not a good scene for him. No. Um, I don't. I, I really don't have an opinion on Shu one way or the other. I do know that he he had wet eyes throughout this whole hour, and also the whole hour we're about to talk about the yeah. uh, the finale. I mean, this guy was on the verge of tears. <laughs> so, can we say? Did you guys have any thoughts about what would happen in between? Because I know a bunch of stuff happened. Okay, so um, here's yeah. what, Okay, I want to know. My whole thing is, I want to know what happened because I know something. Obviously, from watching the finale, like, I want to know for sure what happened with his ex-wife. Like, of course, they were doomed. They were absolutely doomed. He was all yeah. in. She was right. a psycho. And he was going, like... Well, let's, uh... 
But what happens in the? Let's talk about the finale, and then we can uh, we can talk about some predictions. What we think happens between um, at the end, but um, yeah. So yeah, the ex-wife is in the finale. She's there, and we didn't know. We start off, and uh, it's unsurprising that uh, Mr. Shu is with, apparently married to, and has a child with his stalker. Married to the stalker. Yep. My God, (laughs) you got to be fucking kidding. (laughs) Also, she's not a germaphobe anymore. I mean, did no, she just doesn't seem to care about that. Kid, germs go out that of quirk, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That quirk was dropped off. I'm going to guess somewhere around season three what, or so, two, three. Probably, Talking about how she, she wanted to like. Go ahead. She probably ventured in a type A personality as like this, like as the first season went on, because it was probably too much to keep up with. Um, but also, if they were going to have a kid, like I mean, you have to throw germs out the window. You're going to be constantly yeah. snotted well, on. Right. And she time. also wanted to run a daycare. Like yeah. she says that at some point. That's like the, like, the, the yeah, <laughs> not, a, not a germaphobe. That's like a germaphobe's <laughs> worst nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, dropping Wynn off at school. So I mean, daycare I, was like bad for me. When I saw they were married, I was extremely fucking upset. Like I literally yeah. was like, "This fucking sucks." I was hoping she was gone and maybe he got interesting, but neither of these things happened. So yeah, the the, the finale, the the name of it, uh, "Dreams Come True." It was uh, watched by two and a half million viewers, Ooh, oh, which boy. was a significant significant drop off. Um, like I said, that. The ratings and the viewers for for this show after that season three peak with that Super Bowl episode, it just people just did not care anymore. <laughs> it was uh, it was done for. But it starts off. The episode starts off uh, shoes at nationals. Of course, this guy loves nationals. I mean, it's what he lives for. Rachel and Kurt are there. There's another guy. It's Darren Chris's character. I don't know where he came but from. But they're not. But they're not in high school anymore. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, were they not? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> That's it. It was never really specifically said. They didn't even. Well, we don't know. Because I know it's been six years. Show. We didn't watch. But the well, yeah, but I'm out, saying it. They're hanging out around a high school, though. It's been six years, and they're at nationals with them. They're not in the group. Yeah, but they're yeah. there. They're like yeah. I don't know, assistant teachers, whatever. But I mean, long story short, of course, they win nationals because it's what they do. Yeah. Um. So he sits down after that scene. He sits down with the the superintendent or whoever it is the that's yeah. in charge of things, and basically says, uh, "Hey, shoe, you you do so good with these nationals. Why don't you just run the whole fucking school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making yeah, an yeah art I'm not doing school. Yeah, they're making it an art school, so everybody else is basically kicked out. They just run off all the sports. Anybody who has anything to do with anything that's not arts, which okay, I mean, I guess as long as they have some place to go within the district, that's all yeah. right." But yeah, so that's what's going on with the the school. Um, yeah, so back to the shoe and his stalker wife. They they've got a son, at least one. I think there's two or three by the end of it. But yeah, shoe's the hero of the school. But then it shows. Okay, so Tina's there from the from the pilot. Mercedes there from the pilot. Artie's there from the pilot. <laughs> of course, Rachel and Kurt were there. You saw them. So all five of these people are, have shown back up to the school. I don't know if they've left and come back. If they all like graduated, if they didn't graduate, just took a long time to to get there. I have no idea. And, well, but the only one Kurt, who's... this is definitely after high school because Kurt and Blaine, Darren Chris's character, are married at national. Yes. Okay. What's well, at, I mean, I... at some point, I was what? like, "Are are they old enough to get married?" Like, I thought they were like in high school. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everybody's there, of course, except 
uh, Finn. And yeah, we all know why he's not there, and we'll no, I we'll don't get know into anything. it. Oh, well, okay, so what do you we can do right. at the end if you want to? Well, I tell you, no, I tell you right now, uh, it Corey Monteith, he uh, he died in, in July of 2013. He was uh, still on the show. He so was still he on the died show. While on the show, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. He was he was actually uh, sent to rehab in April because Ryan Murphy and a few other people from the show staged an intervention. He was dating um, Rachel Berry, Leah Michelle in real life. Okay. Oh wow. And so on the show. yeah, they. Oh boy. That's so they staged an intervention for him. Uh, they noticed that he was uh, showing up high or whatever the case was but so they told him you know go to rehab you're always going to have a job here when you get back that was in april so he missed the last two or three episodes of that season and they expected him fully back uh for the new season uh he didn't make it wow they uh they found his body in a vancouver hotel room uh cause of death was ruled a mixed drug toxicity from alcohol and heroin bunch of drug paraphernalia found around the hotel room with some empty champagne bottles. Uh, he had a long history apparently of, of substance abuse. He had been using drugs since he was 13, did his first stint in rehab when he was 19. So obviously it was not new to him, but yeah, that's, that was the situation with him and very unfortunate. And the start of, what was a string of unfortunate incidents for some people from this show, but yeah, no shit. yeah. anyway. Um, so yeah, that's, that's why we do not see Finn in this episode. And I don't think he's even mentioned. Yes, he is. They dedicated, there is, are we talking about they, the finale? they dedicated the um, auditorium in the last song? Oh, that's right. You're right. They, they did. The, they, yeah, yeah. they named the auditorium after him. So yeah, sorry about that. Well, they had but, his picture up too on something. Along yeah. With the, yeah, yeah. His, that was on the, the, the yeah, old yeah. Lee coach. Like yeah. the first yeah, shot, like right the, next first, to it. the pilot episode, you see like yeah, the yeah. teacher and he was all like, we, you know, when we first meet, yeah, one eyed shoe. And then yeah, they add Finn, Finn's uh, picture there. So, um, yeah, seven minutes into this episode, we get our first song. Uh, first of many. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe there's songs. seven. I think there's seven songs all together. Nope. This was uh, the- sticks. This was the Crossy Stills and Nash song, right? No. Oh. The first one. Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I, I looked over one. The first one, it was first seven minutes in. It was uh, Mr. Shoe singing Teach the Children Well by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Okay, now. Everyone's. He did. Uh, he's incredibly boring, but this was like his best part of either of the shows. I yeah. It Another been, good performance. It should have been the last song, though. Like, I mean, how are we supposed to continue this show after that? And also, yeah, I got obsessed with he wasn't playing the ukulele at all. He was just running his hand really fast up and down. <laughs> and it looked like John Cena. He was basically what John Cena does inside space, except down on the guitar <laughs> and acting like he's playing, playing the ukulele. That's kind of a, <laughs> kind of a throwback to the first episode when he was playing the guitar but there was like obviously four guitars going on at the same time I'm like, yeah, yeah 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 so it also, everyone's it also was super long and i almost felt like the actors it's like when someone does karaoke and they do a seven minute long song and after three minutes they're like 
can we wrap this up? No joke. I've been there on the karaoke stage. Yeah, exactly. Sing, I, I, sing. We've, we've all done it. <laughs> you can call me Al by Paul Simon. I watched the classic four... karaoke song no, that everyone loves. That. Four of my friends left me up there with another yeah. one of my friends, and I didn't. I felt like an asshole if I left her, so I had to sit there and do the Chevy Chase. You know the little dance that they do. Yeah, our yes. friend Mike did Benny and the Jets one time <laughs> at the bar at the bar Brendan heard that and he just gave up I mean that song's like six and a half minutes long or something right he just gave up like four minutes in like he kept thinking it was over like, Dude, it's not over and then one of our other friends who thought he was a good rapper and wasn't just went up there and started rapping and just oh, no. the place out <laughs> also was it, Brandon? Yeah, it was not Brandon it was oh. our buddy Kyle it, we're, we're not friends with him I don't want to keep calling him friend yeah, he's he's a good guy. <laughs> he's fine, whatever. <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, during this performance, though, they pan across this sea of people, and I I think we're supposed to know who these people are. I don't. I mean, I know the the all the people from, like I said, from the pilot are there. Yeah. And then there's this mysterious blonde who's like with them. Yeah. She's I don't. What? She just happens to be like with that core group that were from the pilot. It's like who's this okay, girl? Like so they don't I ever. Know who you're talking about, but I don't because I caught her too. Um, so I am I'm aware of like who was in the show and who were like the main people in the show between these episodes. And you're right, I don't know who the hell that girl was. It wasn't um, Santana's love interest, and I I know that there was love. No, interest. it wasn't Heather Morris, is what I'm saying. The other cheerleader. Right. Uh, the actress name is Melissa Benoist. I looked it up just to see it. I I don't know. Or, I, and it wasn't Quinn either. Like, well, I want to know what happened to like you know like this the celibacy club, um, the cheerleaders. Oh. Uh, well, we we'll have to make some guesses on that, I guess. But uh, yeah, so she's there. Don't yeah. Again, no clue who that is. I basically uh, didn't know anyone in the finale. Like yeah. I I just I don't know. I was pretty checked out during the first episode. <laughs> I only knew the the main ones that were there: the Mercedes, Tina, Artie, yeah. Kurt. That was pretty much it. Yeah, but they're all there, and uh, it turns out that uh, some, I guess, this former jock becomes the new Glee teacher. Oh, was that his deal? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he had. Uh, that's kind of what I got. I did. I'm just again just guessing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Darren Chris's character goes and meets him. Apparently, they're old friends. Um, I've got a theory on that, but we'll save that for predictions. And also, uh, Darren Chris's character, was it Blaine? This guy's outfit. I love I mean, it. Well, I, I love everything about his style. <laughs> what the fuck? I wish every have... single person, every single man would dress like that. I, for this scene, I specifically have Will, terrible dresser, written down. I don't remember <laughs> what he had on. Oh, he definitely wears elbow patches, sweaters, for sure. Yeah, he's like a shitty Jeremiah Lasky. Look that one up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess he wasn't on the level of uh darren chris's outfit but let me tell you um there's no way i'm wearing that many layers in an outfit just so you know Kristen, yeah yeah ever. <laughs> <laughs> well i know you don't like sleeves <laughs> yeah one one set of sleeves is good <laughs> no you don't even like one, one set that's of too much <laughs> you wear you wear uh, um, Dwight shirts, like dress shirts, if you could. 
you would. Because you don't wear sleeves. Long sleeves. So Mercedes is... Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. I said something about the, the scene, the scene before. Yeah, the, yeah. The terrible dress. Besides the terrible dress. So, like, they they make this guy uh, director or whatever. And, uh, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, what's he going to pull out of his hat? What's, what's, what crazy <laughs> Let's scheme, see what he's got. What crazy schemes he got. And his scheme is, like, country music, country. which is, like, I mean, very popular. Like, not, oh, yeah. like they act like, oh, my God. How's he so daring? Like, every fucking white person loves country music. Like, I, this, is just so, this is so ridiculous. Like, uh, Speak for your whiteness. I mean, it's, well, pretty, it's definitely it's pretty pop. And also, like, I don't like country music. It's definitely but, a top genre. But I respect it. It's, like, it's not some crazy, like, fucking out of the blue, like, weird thing. We'll talk about that. Yeah, so we got our first real goodbye for the uh, the finale, Mercedes. She uh, does her goodbye song. She's opening for – she says she's going off to open up for Beyonce, the woman that uh, she apparently has idolized since the pilot. Yep. Uh, can I say something about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, Missy Elliott opens for Beyonce. Like, people who have been doing music, it's like this, the only place – it's the second best place to be. Right, like, who does music. even open for Beyonce? Yeah, like, yeah, is there even an opener? Yeah, you would have to be a super famous person, not just some, like, high school drama teacher. Well, yeah, and that's friends. why... <laughs> and that's why, like, of all these uh, flash-forwards they do, where they kind of show everybody in the future and what they're up to, yeah. she's definitely, like, she's the winner. Like, for oh, sure. Yeah. Other people are winning no. Tonys. Who, who gives a fuck about a Tony? They all, they all are winners, which is why I think they all <laughs> died in a gas explosion in the pilot episode, and they all went to heaven, and that's what happened. Like, lost. Um, that's possible. Uh, those kids weren't that impressed that she's opening for Beyonce. Yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, that's I, good. That's I mean, good. nothing about that. You're not, you're not going to Broadway or anything <laughs> like us, but... Not so- <laughs> Anyway, they're and that's kind of the way the show treated it too. It was kind of like she's a. They're not making thirty grand a year on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's the first one out. She's the first one to say, "Hey, yeah, I'm yeah. going off to do my thing." They, they the show yeah. kind of treats it like she's the least important of yeah. the, you know. That but I see it the other way around. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, yeah, no, the, the song that was, was uh, I got "Someday We'll Be Together" by yeah. Dana Ross and the Supremes. Great song. I joined all. Well, no, I didn't. Uh, most of the songs, I think all but one, I really did enjoy. I, yeah, I pretty uh, much really enjoyed the music more than anything else. So Yeah, she's got a full choir behind her. It was yeah. great. Uh, so then we see uh, Sue Sylvester. Uh, she shows up. That's Jane Lynch. From, I love her. Ha- yes, we, we that's the character. We did not talk about her very much. Easily the best character. No. She's- no, she did have some good lines in the pilot. We did kind of gloss over her. She's the, the head, just so everyone knows, she is the head coach of the Cheerios. Yeah. The leader of the Cheerios, uh, big time bully to the uh, another bully that's on the show, big time bully to some of the staff there at the school. Um, I'm guessing she had a really good run of bullying for the six seasons yeah. the show went on, but uh, she uh, she's there. She's playing uh, a Jane Lynch character, which I think she plays almost all the time, which yeah. I am perfectly fucking fine with. Just yeah. give me that character absolutely every time I see her. Um, also, so yeah, at some point she said she's she's in. Shoe's office, and mm-hmm. she's gonna like do some disgusting stuff. She's gonna like take a dump in it or something, and then she goes, "I instead I peed everywhere," and that's the first time I, I like openly laughed out loud. I like really <laughs> said that. So she's yeah, she's it was hilarious. A... Yeah, she was. She was every line was good. So she's she's really good. So she sits down, Kurt and Blaine, and she's she apparently she even says flat out, "I bullied Kurt big time." Like yeah, I gave you some shit, and he was like, "Yeah, for sure you did." 
Yeah. And then she turns to Blaine, uh, his husband, and she says, I um, "Don't get you." <clears throat> and she says that um, that Blaine used to date Kurt's bully at one point. He, she did say this. I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting note." <laughs> so I made note of that. That uh, so that uh, Kurt had a rough time there at uh, McKinley High. I mean, we saw him but, uh, turns out, a dumpster. And it's yeah, we did, Jacobs. but. <laughs> but nobody was like you know pounding his face in or anything. Which it did, it did not even strike me that's the same person like at all until you. Said oh yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, that's the same guy. Hair. I thought the guy just got thrown the dumpster. That was it. No one like helped him out. No. <laughs> no. So soft, man. <laughs> anyway, turns out uh, Sue's a softy after all. She's got a special little friend that uh, comes around the corner, and they embrace. I don't know what their history is. Oh, my is. God. I don't um, know. So I have a I guess. Kinda, I kind of do She has remember. Down syndrome, right? Yeah, she has Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how, how they're, they're friends. It kind of seems like they uh, maybe had some kind of a work relationship. I don't know. It was kind but of we'll get to that. In the, it was kind of a nerve-wracking scene. I was a like, little bit. Are they going to do something super inappropriate? But, it, like, every time Jane Lynch talks, I laugh. So, I mean, it was yeah. like, fine. And the – they gave the little kid some character and stuff. I forgot exactly what she said, but she was busting. Yeah, Jane, I don't, busting Jane I don't remember balls. the jokes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, cute little scene there. Yeah. They, uh, she shows her soft side for once, I'm assuming. Uh, over the all the 121 episodes, maybe that was the only time she ever showed anything. And then we cut to her singing a song that was, that, I don't know. That was great. Okay. Winner Takes It All by She's Abba. Not a good singer. <laughs> and, but well, I mean, no, whatever. she is. Don't you remember forty-year-old uh, virgin? She's a singer. I don't remember like that part. I don't remember her singing in that movie. Oh yeah, she yeah. I don't either. To Steve Carell because she was like a five-star cleaner and had like a crush on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I mean, that's the first time. I yeah, but I don't think she was like. I think she, she sang like a Michael McDonald song. Or so I don't think. I don't know. I don't oh, think of Jane no. Lynch being a good singer. I will say, uh, Chuck Klosterman slash Dave Foley made it. From the beginning to the end, so shout out to yeah. that. Yeah, he was pilot pilot finale. <laughs> yeah, 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 good for you. Good guy. But uh, she sings, and she's got shoe on the stage with her. You know, it's a real, uh, a real Tender antagonist moment. and protagonist actually liking and respecting each other while hating each other. Thing kind of like you know, I loved that. every every Batman needs a Joker. Uh, you know, every yeah. Every uh, show choir leader needs their cheerio coach, so yeah. they uh, they do their little number. I guess it's a it's a tender moment, um, and then it cuts to what she's up to. And this is probably I thought the most interesting part of the finale. Cuts to Geraldo talking to her as she has won the vice presidentship, yeah. and the president is Jeb Bush. Yeah, this year, <laughs> like, which, I'm like wild. That, I feel like that was like their darkest timeline. But like, no, no. Think, if you think about 2015, Jeb yeah, Bush I mean, yeah. was a front runner. No, I yeah, know. that's like who they that's who the, yeah. the Republicans were expecting to go in. I remember that clearly. But yeah, it was. Did they know? Yeah, no, little did they know. It's yeah. not not the way they, they thought it was going to turn out. But anyway, Jeb Bush president, Sue Sylvester vice president. I would take it. How okay. she got on that ticket, I don't know. Sue, um, Sue had a. Uh... A vice presidential sweatsuit, like she. Did yeah, yeah. I she love that jumpsuit. Sweatsuits all over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. No, no blazers or anything like that for Sue Sylvester. She that went straight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just seeing, just seeing Geraldo on the show was wild. 
Like, yeah, I was not expecting to see that. That was their big guest star. A vehemently terrible person. And yeah. I'm just seeing him on everything. is. Uh, I knew he was going to be on the show because while I was freaking out, at the very start of the uh, finale, when we find out that um, the horrible teacher married this terrible stalker, <laughs> it, said, it said guest starring Geraldo Rivera. And so I had to deal with all those emotions at the same time. <laughs> And he had a wave. You're like, when is it? Exactly. When am I going to see it? <laughs> so I guess <clears throat> I guess I would be her goodbye. Well, not really. She does show up again, but that's where we leave her off. Uh, then we go to Kurt and Blaine. Uh, Kurt, we knew from the the pilot. Blaine, who knows where this guy came from? But they <laughs> did get married, and they did a, apparently an LGBTQ version of Virginia Wolf on Broadway. They're hot stuff. People are. Uh, People are definitely into these two. There, there were some Broadway posters. I didn't get the references, but uh, I'm into it. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, there's a, a a hope will never be silence on there. They go into a classroom. The Harvey. Uh, I don't know. They were like uh, choir missionaries, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Pretty creepy, but whatever. <laughs> so this was actually this song that they, they do. Curtain Blank scene, Daydream Believer by the Monkeys. So cheesy, and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it was good. I mean, the kids uh, dancing around everything. It was it was very cheesy, but it was it was a fun song. I love that song, um, and they did a good job with it. And so they that was their future. They're they're big Broadway stars uh, doing their own shows, and that just goes right into from there. It goes right into Rachel singing uh, this time, which I'd actually looked this song up. Never heard it before. And the reason is because it is an original song Ooh. written by Darren Chris for the show. Oh, really? Ah. Uh, yeah, apparently Darren Chris does a lot of things. Uh, those things being acting and writing songs. I did not know he wrote songs. <laughs> He's a, what a renaissance man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Singing uh, and <laughs> not, not great. I don't know. I didn't, think, I didn't think the song was that good. I don't remember it. That's, I mean, it was good. I, was, I thought it was like some Broadway song. <laughs> And she's so cheap. No, like, I don't know. It was a, it was, it was real. He did write it for Corey Monteith. It was a, oh. and that's, he wrote it for her to sing to him. So it had some sentimental value, but I, eh, it wasn't for me, I guess. So after her song, they skipped to her five year ahead timeline. She's pregnant, but she's pregnant because she's a surrogate for Kurt and Blaine. So that kind of circles back to the pilot. Where she was a surrogate oh. baby from uh, yeah. with her two dads, so she was doing for Kurt and Blaine what somebody did for for her and for her family. So it was a that was a an interesting take because uh, she was a surrogate baby herself. Yeah, I also um, um, I came around on her like I didn't like her the first episode. Um, well, yeah, I don't think you were supposed to. Yeah, she was yeah, very, but she did come around. Like unlike the teacher who I just hated more with every second. Fun <laughs> fact. She was actually hated on the set. Which was recently yeah. talked yeah. about. Like she was a terrible yeah. human being. Apparently, yeah, turns I, out, I, I think I've heard that. Else. Yeah. She's super talented. I mean, oh, she is. Yeah, great singer. She's singing her fucking ass off. It's pretty wild. Like, yeah. And uh, she wins a Tony Award. She wins, and she thanks Mr. Shu, of course. Of I mean, course. Who else are you gonna thank? Not your husband, who was there. I'm assuming that was her she husband. I don't know the guy she's first. with. Yeah, who was that guy? No idea. Did she? She did. Thank did him she first. take him first? Her, oh, okay. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, it was her and then her dads, and mm. um, and then Shu, and then and then she made her special thank you for Shu. 
Uh, yeah. But he did thanks. get the biggest thank you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for uh, framing the kid with drugs <laughs> that died of a drug problem. You fucking piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really needs so, too. He didn't know. Yeah. So he didn't know drugs yeah. were addicting. Ah, oh, that's interesting. How could we? So then we, yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, then that kind of brings us to what's really the 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 big finale here. Um, and there's just some random. Ad- there's just some random adults sitting in the stands. Um, I think uh, his ex wife is there. Michael Malley yeah. is there. Um, he's not sitting next to his stalker wife. Yeah, but why is she there? So wait, his ex wife is there. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that. Either. <laughs> Not yet. No, she's there. If you look, if you go back and watch the scene, she's there. Like yeah. there's just a group of them, and she's on like the far. Right. She gets up on the stage too at one point, but she's definitely there. The uh, um, the, the principal came back too, right? Yeah, yeah. The oh, principal is the there. Biggins. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did they ever say his name at any point, or yeah, just happen to know that? This begins that. No, I don't remember that. Okay. Good for you for paying attention to the <laughs> yeah, pilot. Yeah, exactly. I don't know the main characters' names. Yeah, I had to write them down. <laughs> otherwise, I would have yeah. But um, so yeah, then they go into the the big final uh, New Direction song. Um, I lived by One Republic, and it was it again was good. a good I performance. Was, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I didn't know who any of these people are, but I'm assuming they all came back. Like, there's one girl and a tr and shawl. I have a lot of questions about. Yeah. But uh, she, they kept showing her like, and I think she must have been like a real, a real pain for somebody. But um, yeah, Quinn and Santana, who Quinn and Santana were in the pilot. That's the only reason I got their names because they were the uh, the two cheerleaders that kind of followed around Sue, and also Wait, Quinn was, was Finn's original blonde. girlfriend. I thought it was the other blonde. Um, so I okay, so Glee has been a big part of pop culture. So I'm I'm like aware of certain things that have happened in the show, like Kurt and Blaine getting married, and Santana and I forgot her other name, the not Quinn, but the uh, there's another blonde cheerleader on there, and I only know this again because of her unfortunate recent passing, um, cheerleader played by Heather Morris. Anyway, they had gotten married, but I thought it was those two, but Quinn wasn't on. I did not see Quinn on the finale. Yeah, maybe I got it mixed up. I mean, there was there was literally a hundred people on that stage. Yeah, I know. I was so I could be mistaken. Puck shows back up again, and and let's uh, let's talk about Puck too, and and what uh, what went on there with him in his life and real life, and not uh, the character Puck. Uh, I can tell you, do if you'd well, like to I know. Do. I actually looked him up on Wikipedia. So he was a bird watcher, and then he was like a child watcher after that. So I don't know. No. <laughs> How you leave from one thing to the next? Uh, yeah, both true statements. Um, so let's talk about uh, what some people would call the Glee curse. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that happened to some people. Obviously, we know about Monty. If we talked about him, uh, Naya Rivera, who played Santana, that was uh, like devastating recently. to me. Yeah, horrible tragedy. She drowns while she was out bloody. boating with her son. Um, was able to save the son. He got on the boat, but she she drowned. Nobody really knows how or why. I mean, how could you ever know? Apparently, it was a dangerous um, lake. Yeah. Um, the uh, Melissa Benoist, who I mentioned earlier, she apparently was in an abusive relationship with another Glee cast member. Really? Uh, his name is 
Blake Jenner, but I don't, yeah, did some bad things to her. Um, then there was, uh, is there, is there a worse uh, name? Is there more of a woman beater name than Blake Jenner? Blake Jenner. <laughs> I mean, not good. Not great. Is that like a, is that like a Bruce? product no no I, I did look to see if he was part of the family no it's uh definitely not um uh, another actress becca tobin uh, she had a boyfriend who was a nightclub entrepreneur he died with some very shady circumstances um i don't really know how that fits in with the curse but it's just a, actually an interesting story if you ever want to look that one up just a guy who kind of ran I with the do. ran with some bad crowds and mm. uh and then, um, then we could talk about Mark Salling, who played Puck, which is probably the the dirtiest part of this whole Glee curse thing. So he dated Naya Rivera. Yeah, he did. And then, like, as soon as they broke up, like, he started dating this other girl, and he got arrested for beating, like, she accused him of sexual battery assaulting her without, without, basically, it was said he was wearing protection and he wasn't. Oh. And... And then he paid her off. And then right after that happened, they basically, I feel like it was right after he paid her off, or right at the time he paid her off, like they had just found like 50,000 images of child pornography in like four months' time. Yeah. And so as he was getting sentenced, he was going to be sentenced. Football kid, right? Yes. The one who did, the one who laid the fart down in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. The fart guy. The one that says, it's hammer time. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah, so he, he was, uh, like, watching the promos for that, but yeah, he's a uh, so the fifty thousand child porn images. He he goes goes ahead and pleads guilty for that. Uh, they give him four to seven years. He's supposed to begin his sentencing in March of twenty eighteen, uh, and in January of eighteen, he is found dead hanging from a noose near oh. his home. Yep. So decided that uh, he wasn't going to go to prison. Decided to just go ahead and end his life there. So yeah, that's. Um, that's the Glee curse. The uh, man, a lot of intense. tragedy. God yeah, damn. some oh horrible God. stuff going on. Jesus Christ, for sure. Anyway, <laughs> anything uh, else you guys want to say about the finale or have any thoughts? Uh, I want instead of making a prediction or seeing what happened in between, I tried to think of a way to make the show better. Okay. Because I didn't think the show was bad necessarily, but just wasn't like it should have been better. I don't know. Like, I, he's gonna say, "Get rid of Mr. Yeah, Shale. yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Like, he, that guy had no charisma, and he wasn't able to pull off. Like, they could have made him like a more rounded character, as if he did. Besides setting the kid up for drugs, like give him other like kind of bad shit to do, but also make him care about the students. Um, and I have. One request for the show. Or I, here's here's what I would have done to make the show better. Instead of that terrible actor and his terrible hair and terrible clothes, I would hire another actor to play him. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. When I say this, you're going to be like, you're right, Pete. This show's 100 times better with him. Paul Shear. Oh, yeah. I mean, can he sing? Who gives a fuck? Jane Lynch can't fucking <laughs> sing to put her on the goddamn show. Jane Lynch can't just like, sing. Just like, just, just like give, some, give some bite to like this show. Like give some sort yeah. of like personality to it. Like I didn't know anyone's name, so I just like kind of didn't care enough. And like, I don't know. Okay, just, but, but to be fair though, yeah. like, just coming in and obviously this is like watching a pilot, 
versus watching a finale, like basically I feel like the show was like, you know, okay, this is long drawn out, right? So they just yeah. kind of get over and like have some finale to it. And the pilot, they're just trying to figure stuff out. So do yeah, you like, know that Mr. Shu did not have some sort of character redemption? What do you mean? What they did? They acted like they needed redemption now. I don't I, think I, they I, gave the finale. He didn't. Uh, I mean, mostly they showed of him aside from singing was that he was happily married to his stalker with a bunch of kids running around. Right. But yeah. obviously they gave him some sort of like redemption or like character growth, if you will, because they not only like made him principal of the school, but like dedicated in arts of his leadership as a great I mean, ter- coach. Terrible people. Are ne- they name things after terrible people and make terrible people pre- principles all the time? Okay. Well, true. can I can I tell you what my prediction is because it kind of goes kind of follows up on that? Yeah. Um, I think that well, we saw a lot of bullying going on, obviously. Um, on the, bullying happening to the Glee Club, and I think maybe uh, the people who made the show, Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchick, the the third guy, who the third guy. Who actually had the idea and is now a multimillionaire and, and is producing a lot of shows with Ryan Murphy? I think they got a I think they got a little bullied back in the day, and they wanted to show they wanted to give back to those bullies. So what I think happened was the Glee Club becomes the school bullies after they've won national in a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think- they start bullying. Yeah the football team and everybody else and the cheerleaders. And then they just run them the fuck off. That's what happens at the you end of the what? show. They've run off. Cause I was in art school and like, Oh, look at you trying to yeah. play. Yeah. Lacrosse. That's, they that's, took that's over that school. Idea. They bullied, <laughs> they reverse bullied their way into taking over this school. Well, and I think then. probably like, I think I'm Blaine watching. probably rolled in on a motorcycle and he's a real bad boy smoking cigarettes. And Kurt oh, was like, uh, I don't know about this guy. And he's like, let me show you how to bully kids. And he's like punching people. And, and that's kind of like where the turning point was. So I think uh, he, he led the, the bullying where the Glee Club became to, to start to take over the school. I think the wife leaves Shu because he neglected her and their baby. What happened to this baby? They never bring that, they never bring that up at all. Okay. Did she have the baby? I, was it his baby? I know you said that you think that it's not his. Okay. That sounds, that sounds can possible. I, can I have confession time? Yeah, I, looked sure. it up. I looked it up to figure out because it was driving me crazy today. All right. Okay. I mean, is this against the rules? No. I mean, it. I, I, like, I like for Brandon to tell me stuff. I would prefer that. <laughs> I mean, I won't tell you what happened, but. No, do it. <laughs> she was never well, we pregnant. Like five she had a hysterical here, so. pregnancy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I. So, uh, along with my predictions, I think. Uh, you know, that frees up shoot Amara's stalker, obviously. Uh, I think Sue had in vitro <laughs> fertilization. And I think her baby was the little girl with the Down syndrome. And she, when she saw her, she rejected her, sent her out for adoption. Oh. The baby comes back as a, as a teenager. Uh, Sue and her reconnect. They get back together in their lives. And that's where that connection comes from. And that's, that's pretty much all I got for this show. Because otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of kids singing. Yeah. Kids be and they made a lot of money doing it. A lot of money there for Glee. Um, they sold CDs, like you said, the concerts. Uh, they had a Wii, so a Wii karaoke game. Uh, what? I mean, they had a Wii karaoke uh, Glee game. They had uh, every song that they did on the episodes the following day would get released on iTunes. And there's, what, 
two three dollars a pop for each song that somebody would download i mean they it was a and i think that's why it kept going for as long as it did it was just making money outside well, on the music alone the show obviously sucked i mean people stopped watching it they I were just there for the like, music yeah i do feel like um like i love ryan murphy's stuff and he's very that was like cutting you know like to bring in uh openly gay characters in high school format you know what i mean like that was yeah. kind of like the beginning it was a very progressive show yeah, yeah. very progressive and so uh, it was like needed you know. so maybe it was like exaggerated a lot but um oh i mean for the time i guess that probably would have been cool i see the i see the appeal very inclusive very progressive um you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap this up no Okay. I I uh I enjoyed um two and a half men more than this show. And I yeah, yeah. I would I wouldn't have expected that. Horned up. It's it's not, it's not necessarily better. No, I mean the show didn't make me horny. Like they were just horny people. Like uh, but not my not my favorite show that I've watched. Uh, I did enjoy the music. Uh, and I think yeah, that's the music, what... the music was good. I I thought I wouldn't like that part because like I've been to musicals and stuff. They're fine, but like breaking out into song is not a thing. I'm usually right. into, but I was into this mostly. So yeah, Even Kristen, if- final thoughts. Um, I mean, if I put myself back in 2009 times, I'm like I, I probably would have gotten into that show, but I was a new mom, so I didn't. So I, I understand. Feel like it's a classic, but might not hold up over time. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, just to wrap up, I guess all I have to say is we talked a lot about, uh, you know, substance abuse, death, and suicide death, and, and accidental drowning death, and porta just, potty uh, battery. Yeah, but uh, you know, every everybody out there, somebody out there loves you. So, um, that's all I got to say. We'll wrap up this episode of First and Last. Hope you guys enjoyed our coverage of Glee, and have a great day. Goodbye.